The following program is being brought to you on the World Talk Radio Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit worldtalkradio.com. The World Talk Radio Network, where the world comes to talk. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the World Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Are you ready to be inspired, uplifted, and motivated to greatness? It's time for Star Style. Be the star you are. With your effervescent personal growth coaches, the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan, and health specialist, Heather Brittany. Define your vision, discover your passion, and design your future in this power-packed hour of life-changing talk radio. Featuring authors and success experts dedicated to helping you achieve the results you deserve. Be entertained, edutained, encouraged, and empowered. Smile, have fun, and celebrate you. Explore your potential and embrace your possibilities with your hosts, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany on Star Style. Be the star you are, starting right now. Well, it is definitely power time here today on Star Style. Be the star you are. We are going to be saving and protecting our planet. My name is Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Brittany. And we are a show of positive talk with you every week. We know you have a plan for your life. You've set goals. You know where you want to be. And we want to help you get there. We've got you on our radar. And we want you to know that your dreams can come true. But today's show is all about being a good steward of the earth. You may be surprised at what products are polluting and poisoning our planet. And Heather and I want to give you ways to protect it and enjoy it. In our first segment with Heather Brittany's Health Matters, we're going to be talking about the gift of fresh water because it is one of the most important factors in living, obviously. We need our water. Then we'll continue on about products, packaging, power foods, and we'll eventually go into the garden. The Miracle Moment uh, is brought to you today by Be The Star You Are Charity, Increasing Literacy and Positive Media. Make a donation at btsya.com and use PayPal. And this is from Steve Jobs. To seek permission is to seek denial. So I guess we're just supposed to do what we want to do and then ask for forgiveness later. (laughs) So getting to health matters, Heather, the source of our water is really what's important to make sure the purer the source, the more pristine the water. Both tap and bottled water come from rivers, lakes, streams, ponds, reservoirs, springs, and wells. And as water travels over the surface of the land or through the ground, it dissolves naturally occurring minerals and in some cases, even radioactive materials. But it can also pick up substances uh, that result from the presence of animals or human activity. And contrary to what you may think, bottled water is not always better than tap. 
So, Heather, I know that you have a lot to share about the importance of water and other things about protecting our planet and saving our environment. So why don't you go ahead and take it away? Yeah, well, you know, uh, we're, we're coming to you guys live from California. And something, um, being a Californian, uh, I remember many years back when we had a real droughtage that you could not take, you know, people... Uh, constantly in the summers, you could get fined for running your hose, washing your car, um, you know, having your sprinklers on. And people, you know, were trying to limit to, uh, you know, just a couple minutes for showers, not using them at peak time, reusing it. And it's hard, you know, and, and it's always interesting in various states. You see there will be a flood or there will be a drought. And it's hard and sometimes when there's constantly raining um, going on, especially in Northern California, we'll experience so much rain, uh, but we're constantly always right on the verge of that drought. Our cons- our population is constantly um, growing, and with that is the demand for water. And something that that's so, uh, I think, we don't really put into to retrospect a lot of times is how precious our water is. That um, living you know, in our planet, we are surrounded by water, and yet so little of it is drinkable. Here in the United States, we're fortunate enough um, you know, to be able to run the water and um, to drink from the tap, um, even though, you know, and have those Britas. Um, but in many countries, that's what spreads and, and kills off so many, malaria, so many diseases because they don't have access to fresh water. And something you touched on at the beginning is, um, you know, trying to be green and recycling and the whole thing with plastic bottles. Um, it's funny how um, it how much money is sold for something that's available basically for free for us. And, a lot and I'm really glad you're bringing this up because to me this is a huge topic. Yeah, and and what's so interesting, um, you know, about that is even a lot of times, especially you go to a concert and buy a water bottle for five dollars, and this all the supply and demand. And even if you're thinking you're being good about, you know, recycling, which I always encourage that if you do purchase uh, plastic water bottles to put them in a recycling bin, not to just throw them away so that they can be reused, recycled, reused, and made into something else, oftentimes water bottles once again. Um, But the big thing is you're still contributing um, to uh, chemicals being, you know, in the production of it, getting put into the, the atmosphere, the air zone. Um, also, BPA, I've talked before, is um, a uh, organic chemical that's found in a lot of plastics. And so that kind of gets me the thing of getting, um, carrying around a reusable, not just a recyclable, a reusable water bottle and always filling it up. Um, it's as simple as, you know, trying I to I want to just jump yeah. in there for a second, Heather, and just say that the number one type of litter worldwide today is what you just mentioned, plastic bottles and plastic bags. And they're really, they're non-renewable resources because they're either petroleum or, you know, or natural gas. They take huge amounts of energy to manufacture, transport, and recycle. And they're non-biodegradable. They're not biodegradable. You know how many years it takes for them to decompose? 400 to 1,000 years. And so it said we have to stop using and even stop buying bottled water because we can't believe the advertising that implies bottled water is safer than tap. And what you just said is it's so much better to use a refillable uh, non-plastic bottle or use a carbon filter that will just improve your tap water 
uh, taste and take out the chemicals. And there are there are some really good reusable bottles out there. That um, that's the way to do it is for traveling. But sorry, I didn't want to interrupt. But no, no, please chime in. I know uh, you were the one that actually had had brought up, up this topic in the first place, and I can feel it today. Down where oh my gosh, it is where I was. It was 102 today. I was drinking up that water, and I'd like to say. From my adorably cute, it's an aluminum, it's a metal uh, bottle. It's from a company called Liberty Waterworks. Um, they're made in the USA, so they support USA. They're BPA free. Um, they're lead free. They're uh, dishwashable, and I just I love things like that because, um, again, you know, the convenient. The problem is why we use so many water bottles. It's the convenience of it. Um, the hard thing about, and also, you know, so sometimes people say, well, you know, I reuse, I used to always do that, that I would refill my water bottle. And, um, actually, because no one's really taking the time to clearly, you know, rinse out, that you can actually get a lot of bacterial buildup in there and you can actually get... Well, what about if you put them in the dishwasher for people who have bottled water? I mean, I actually have reused the plastic bottles that, you know, the, that, you know, you get a plastic bottle and put them in the dishwasher just with something else. No. I do agree that the, the ones, you know, the, the ones that you, you know, that have little holders, there's one that's called the bobble spout. And it actually has a carbon filter that removes all the contaminants. And it's about $10 for an 18.5 ounce uh, bottle. And you can just reuse it and reuse it. But again, what you're saying is important. You no, can't I, I just don't refill wanted, them, clean them. Yeah, I wanted to touch on that. Don't, don't wash, don't wash plastic bottle, pla- those in the dishwasher and reuse them. You're actually breaking down the carbon compounds of the chemicals that we protect. Oh, them. really? Good. And there's a thing point. called um, what happens over time is called leaching. Is that things um, they their 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 uh, chemical barriers break down over time over wear and tear, and they leach into. That's why people. Um, you saw, oh, God, I forget that, that movie about Sefke. But what happens is leaching. And if you ever look at the bottom of plastic containers, they'll have a number on them, a two, three. And that's um, their, bio, their biodegradable count, um, how long it takes to come down, and how their health, their health concern towards you or their health hazard towards you. Um, by washing this, and that's why many plastics should not be um, go in the dishwasher because they're broken down. And they become, even if something um, is safe to you, by dishwashing them, they lose that protective layer and they can leach out. And, and So is that why we really should get a, re- a, a reusable metal bottle? Metal, exactly. Like, so metal, like um, the bottle. And a metal oh. one, exactly. And those ones, again... Um, I throw them in the wash, very easy to clean. If you know, you can wash in the sink, put bleach with them, something like that, but don't, um, because the, the plastics are so thin, um, don't be washing uh, the plastic bottles um, that you know that you get at the grocery store. And you'll see, in, and it's actually interesting, you'll see some products that do say don't. Um, actually, you know, we have one of those that you can make the homemade soda water, and it comes with two bottles on it. And on the bottles, it says do not. Um, it says their BPA favorite says do not uh, do not dishwash and discard after five years. I think, and what that is is over the wear and tear, it can no they can no longer claim that um, these chemicals you know to make this plastic compound um, isn't going to affect you because there's the potential for leaching, and especially and if you if you um, put it in the dishwasher, it's going to kind of rapidly advance that. So. So something is too of just thinking as well is it's sort of with all purchases. Sometimes you cry once of oh you know I bought this 
water bottle for 10 months. But if you're going to have it for 10 years and it's, you know, and you can take everywhere with you and it's reusable and lightweight, then it's really worth it. And especially health-wise, um, you don't want, because with many things, things don't affect you immediately. It's an over a long time. A long well, that is, those are really good tips. Let's talk about the water, just because uh, we are fortunate in at least most parts of the United States of having good water. And I know I travel around the world a lot, and, and in most places, you cannot drink the water. You know, you do have to. And, but even, even if you buy bottled water, you're never sure if they're just, you know, filling bottles behind the store, and you're just still getting the bad stuff. But for example, up here in Northern California, we call it it's uh, we call it East Bay Mud, which is the yeah. East Bay Municipal Utility District. But before the water even reaches our tap, they take many steps to ensure its quality, and that includes managing the watershed lands and the reservoirs, and they treat the water, and they have this complex distribution system of pipes and they and pumping plants and reservoirs, and then they test the water samples in laboratories, and then they do this field maintenance, and it's been rated uh, some of the number one water actually in the country because 90% of it comes from a, a watershed on the McCullough River. But what is so interesting that despite the fact that this water quality is always, always in the top of not only California, but the U.S., the sale of bottled water is just over the top astronomical. Yeah. And we're paying literally, I forget, do you know what the amount we're paying per gallon now water when we buy it by the um, by I, ha- I have that statistic somewhere there's a there is a dollar I think we're paying like is it like five hundred dollars a gallon or I mean it's like something crazy it's some crazy amount I guess we could add it up and see but um, whereas you're paying you know point zero zero cents or something when you get your water through your water system mm-hmm. so it's really it's an important thing to check that out do you know how much it is, actually, Heather? Have you? Okay. I don't. I have, I have a hard time believing it would be five hundred dollars. No, no, no. You're wrong. I'm, I'm totally wrong. I'm because totally. I could see totally something wrong. being, you know, because um, what is there? There's sixty-four. Is it sixty-four ounces are in a gallon? And usually, when you buy um, a, a container, it's twelve ounces. So even if right, I mean, you're right. Oftentimes, I'm, you can buy a twenty-four pack for two dollars and four, but still. Still, with that amount, when they, you know you put things in comparison to you know the crazy amount we pay for for um, gas now, or you know, and how milk you know is, is four dollars a gallon, things like that. Um, you know, it's I guess you know the thing too is also with traveling. What you touched on right now, a lot of people are doing summer travel. Okay, I outside. just found the info. Oh, great! I had to, I had to find it, and and of course this is um, this is just a, an average. Okay. This mm-hmm. is an average. So, if you get bottled water on a home delivery, you're probably paying a dollar seventy-five a gallon. So, excuse that five hundred. Yeah. I didn't. That's crazy. I don't know what I was thinking. Um, if you buy it at the grocery store, you're probably paying somewhere around a dollar per gallon. And if you get it from a vending machine. It might be somewhere close to that as well, whereas if you're just getting it from your um, water service, it's point zero 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 one cent. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess maybe what it was is that I'd read it. Maybe it means it's 500 
percent or something. I'm terrible with numbers. Yeah, but no, no, no. There's probably a, a 500% increase or something. You know that. Just remember some huge number. But anyway, I just checked it, and that's what those are. Some those are average numbers. Yeah, no, and, and you know, and something too. You're thinking about um, traveling because many countries don't have access to fresh water, even from the tap. A lot of people, um, just you know, our our sister. Below us um, from California is Mexico, and um, a lot of people get very sick. Uh, something that's interesting is that usually people in their own country, they have um, adapted, they, they're acclimated to that, they don't get sick. But Americans, uh, many times going there, or you know, travelers that aren't used to the bacteria in the water get really sick. So something to keep in mind um, when you are traveling uh, so it's like that is that would be a time to purchase bottled water or purchase from the grocery store. They do those things where you can buy the big giant giant jugs. I don't know how many gallons. Right, those are. that's much better. Five, I think those are gallons. five gallon. They're five gallon jugs, yeah, and, and, and that goes too for when you go out to restaurants. A lot of times, people, you know, something I think is so funny at home. I know we do it. We Brita our water. But then all the ice cubes we use in the fridge, we just go right under the sink. We don't pour the Brita ones into it. So it's kind of counterproductive. So that's something, too, when you're traveling um, about the ice cube. Many times people make this, oh, they'll get, you know, a drink that's bottled so it's safe. But then they'll get ice cubes. And those ice cubes are just frozen water from the tap. And those, again, have the parasites in it. So keep that in mind um, with you as well. As well, also during the summer, if you're out camping, um, and you don't have, you know, your, your reusable water bottle with you, um, looking for fresh water. Make sure, you know, to always don't, you know, that you don't ever want to drink, um, from a still stream. You want it to be running. You want to be drinking upstream because a still stream can just be breeding grounds, um, for bacteria and mosquito and malaria and all kinds of sicknesses. So, um, keep that in mind too when you're, um, out traveling and looking around for water resources. And then I also just want to say getting back to bottled water and testing for contaminants, just remember this. When you are considering uh, that pricey store-bought H2O, it's not always purer than tap because all tap water across the United States is required to undergo annual testing for contaminants. And towns and cities must share the results with the public. It's mandatory. Whereas bottled water companies, they do their own testing. So it could be skewed a bit. Uh Yeah, I think that's really... We don't want to uh, drown in water debt. And at the same time, we really need to be grateful for the water that we have here in our country. So I think what we want to take away from... This segment, Heather, about the water is to really look carefully before buying plastic bottles, before buying bottled water, boxes, bags, etc., and really consider using water filter and um, or, you know, getting water in and, and saving our water, too. So now that it's summer and it's really hot, that gets us to planting things and we really have to make sure that we know how to conserve. Did you want to give um, a, a couple more tips or no, you want no, to no, wind it up? One, yeah, I just want to say yeah, exactly that um, save, you know, caution during the summer we need to, just with all of our resources of saving water um, you know, don't use water during peak times. Um, as well, planting a garden, you should know, try to use um, you know, more desert fireworks things that uh, won't take up as much water. 
as well as you want more information, something that doesn't take water at all, is to go to either of the websites. Go to BeTheStarYouAre.com as well as BeTheStarYouAre.org. Very good, very good. Well, when we come back from break, we're going to continue the conversation about saving our planet, and we're going to be talking about some of the poisons that you may not realize that we're putting back into the environment through packaging that we never think about. So, reusables to the rescue. My name is Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Brittany. And you're listening to Star Style. Be the star you are. We want you all to be very good stewards of our beautiful planet Earth. And we're here to help. We'll be right back. Don't go away. Be the star you are. You are the You don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take World Talk Radio on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Business Bites. Here's Cynthia Bryan. In your conversations, do you involve the other person by using the word you frequently and appropriately? Instead of just saying, that's right, or you are absolutely right, when you sprinkle the word you in liberally throughout your dialogues with others, you are showing an appreciation for the thoughts and ideas, and you give that person ownership of creative thinking. You really come you, Nanake, <laughs> come you, Kate. Communication is dependent on the engagement of two or more parties. So make sure to echo others' words and acknowledge everyone in the conversation. Mirror the feelings and excitement level of the other person. When you utilize the power of you, the reward is more credibility, likability, and trustworthiness in your business relationships. Remember, you are the star of your own performance. Turn your passions into profits. Communicate more. I'm Cynthia Bryan with another Business Bite from Star Style. For coaching and consultations, Visit StarStyleProductions.com or call 925-377-STAR. Be the star you are. Light up the flame that burns. Get a positive prescription for living and discover a cure for adversity when you make a difference in the lives of others by donating to Be the Star You Are, a 501c3 top-rated charity dedicated to empowering women, families, and youth through increased literacy, positive media, and tools for living. www.bethestarur.org All donations are tax-deductible. www.bethestarur.org Be the lucky star are you a teenager with lots to say but no one to talk to let your creativity explode and your voice be heard on the radio program express yourself a show by teens for teens and about teens no topic is off limits as you connect with teens with attitude. Check out Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel. And join our global community where teens talk and the world listens. www.btsya.com You can express yourself. This business of show business is calling out to me. 
get started acting or modeling with a consultation from media coach extraordinaire Cynthia Bryant, who has guided entertainment careers for over two decades. Call 925-377-STAR or visit www.cynthiabryan.com. Pick up a copy of her award-winning book, The Business of Show Business, and start living your dreams today. Call 925-377-STAR. 925-377-STAR. Be the star you are. You are the star. Get ready to be inspired, entertained, and motivated to greatness with positive, uplifting, life-changing talk radio. Turn up the volume. Tune in to the Power Hour on Star Style. Be the star you are. Now, back to the program with the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan. Thank you so much for staying with me here on World Talk Radio, where Star Style Be the Star You Are aims to inspire, motivate, encourage, and engage. My name is Cynthia Bryan. To pick up copies of my award-winning books, visit CynthiaBryan.com. We have Chicken Soup for the Gardener Soul, Be the Star You Are, Be the Star You Are for Teens, The Business of Show Business, Miracle Moments, and The Blessings of Love and Relationships. I'm working on some updated e-books, and gosh, if I had more time, I would have a garden book and a, a, a Saving Our Planet book for you. I know people have emailed me about that, and it's like, I just need to clone myself ten more times. I want to also say that Be The Star You Are, Charity is going to be hosting a live radio booth at the upcoming Pear and Wine Festival. We are seeking sponsors, and we're going to be bringing the teen radio show Express Yourself live to the festival, so you'll be able to meet all our, our teen stars. For more information, you can email me if you'd like to participate, Cynthia at CynthiaBryan.com or visit btsya.com. Well, today's show is about protecting our planet. And as a farmer, a gardener, and a lover of our beautiful earth, it is this is a topic that's really dear to my heart and important. And so often I don't have the opportunity to share this information with you. So we thought I would, um, or we both thought we would just take a break today from introducing new authors and make sure that you have some information on things that you can do to help our planet and to keep it the way it is. You may be surprised at the items that are poisoning and polluting. Uh, Personal care products are actually some of the most dangerous things for our planet. Until fairly recently, most people didn't realize that pharmaceuticals that get into the sewer system when excreted from the body or when drugs are flushed or dumped down drains or flushed down the toilet, I mean, and excreted from the body, that's an interesting thing, are truly contributing to the toxic chemicals that are going into our water environment. So wastewater treatment plants are extremely effective at removing the biodegradable wasters, but they are not designed to address this broad spectrum of unregulated chemical pollutions that is coming through body excretions. The bigger concern is actually personal care products. These products are comprised of a a very big, diverse collection of more than 80,000 chemical substances. And they are being produced and used in increasing volumes every year. Now, we don't even think about it because some of these are like antibacterial soaps. 
cosmetics, any kind of, of you know, makeup, um, eye, eye remover. We don't think about this. Hair care products like some shampoos, conditioners, mousses. What about nail polish, nail polish remover, and skincare products that would include all these anti-wrinkle screen, um, creams that you can get, the PDFs that, that we get, the I mean not PDFs, the SPFs that we get in sunscreens, some of the oils that we're using, and the lotions. It is believed that the chemical ingredients of many personal care products are very harmful to the environment and to wildlife. And as with pharmaceuticals, these chemicals pass through the treatment process. They enter our local waters after being flushed down toilets, rinsed down sinks, washed off people and clothing. Even when you're washing your car outside on your driveway, and even if you're using a soap that says biodegradable, you think that you're not doing something something wrong, but there could be chemicals in it that are actually getting into our water systems. And as we uh, Heather and I talked about in segment uh, one, is that our drinking water is only as good as the source that it comes from. And even our streams and our rivers and our oceans, we if we want to keep our oceans clean, because eventually wastewater ends, it, ends in the ocean, we need to start at the source, which is us. So here are some ways that we can help. You want to buy products made with natural ingredients and avoid products that use chemicals. It's really not easy because most products do not list all of their ingredients. So even if they have some natural ingredients, they may not be listing their their chemical ingredients. You also want to dispose of any personal care products just as you would any other toxic chemicals. You can bring them to the household hazardous waste collection facilities in your town. About 20% of visitors to these facilities bring personal care products, along with paint and oil and pesticides and batteries and other hazardous waste. Most facilities, though, don't accept pharmaceuticals, so you may want to check in advance to see what your facility will, will accept. Also, do not pour or flush any unwanted personal care products down the drain or the toilet. Another thing is packaging. You know, is packaging a blessing or a curse? Procter and Gamble, uh, Procter and Gamble first started selling their famous ivory soap, and it was wrapped in printed wax paper back in the 1880s. Well, but back then, commercial packaging was still a novelty. Now, today, we couldn't even imagine life without all these amazing, beautiful boxes and papers and all of these contain products and labels that may not be good for our planet. The convenience comes at a cost. You know, making all those bottles, those boxes, and those bags requires a lot of resources. After a typically short life, most end up in landfills. Or worse, they end up in the trash and they end up in our waterways. Now, recycling does help, but recycling systems struggle to keep up with other evolving packaging materials. So we really have to be very cautious about what it is that we're doing. Now, plastic bags seem convenient, but they have really become a nasty problem. I remember when I was first living in Holland 
uh, right after high school. It was really quite interesting because there wasn't a plastic napkin, a plastic bag, or a um, a paper plate to be seen. And, and I was kind of shocked because I was, had grown up here in California and everybody used plastic and throw away. But there we had to have our napkins on a napkin ring and we kept them in a drawer for a full week until they went into the wash. So, we, you know, we were really careful with them. Every All your plates were washed and when you went to the store, you were required to bring your own kind of a net type of bag. And what's interesting, I still have... This bag that was like a, it was a, um, I think it was made maybe from hemp, and it was a net mesh so strong that you'd be able to carry your bags home with you, and you only bought what you needed. I still have it all these years. Now, what happens with plastic bags is uh, when they're thrown away, they drift into our waterways. Not only are they an unsightly mess, but they truly are a danger to our sea life, and they're very expensive to clean up. During a recent coastal cleanup day, volunteers in the San Francisco Bay alone removed more than 15,000 plastic bags. Now, something that you need to know, another fact, is that those sacks are made from oil, which is a non-renewable resource. So is recycling the solution? Well, in California, supermarkets and other retailers of a certain size are required by law to take back plastic bags for recycling. However, customers are only bringing back less than 5% of the bags they carried out. Now, I want to say, we, Be The Star You Are, was just um, approached by Whole Foods. And I was really excited about this because they want us to participate in their Nichols for Nonprofits program, which is every time someone brings in a plastic bag to Whole Foods, they can designate their nickel goes to Be The Star You Are. Now, I don't know if it's going to be just our local Whole Foods or all Whole Foods, but I do hope that it happens and I hope that I'll be able to help the recycling because we really, you know, we really do believe in that. And I hope that more stores will do something just like that. So there is going to be a law in several communities that are going to stop the problem at the source, which they are banning plastic bags at stores. But we really don't want to wait for the law. Just bring reusable bags next time you shop. What Heather and I both do is we keep bags in our car. We have, you know, we have... Um, uh, canvas sacks. Now, Heather has a company called Carmony Collection, and she actually hand designs some really cute uh, sacks that you can just reuse and reuse, and she does logos and all kinds of things on them that are just specifically for you. So if you're interested in that, you can go to CarmonyCollection.com, or you can email me, Cynthia, at CynthiaBryan.com, and I can put you in touch. So many packaging items, such as paper boxes, glass bottles, jars, metal cans, rigid plastic containers, can be recycled in your recycling cart. So when if you want a full list of what is recyclable, you want to visit your uh, recycling company. You can go online or you just look at your bill and it tells you what to do. And again, getting back to what Heather was talking about as far as staying away from plastics and trying to use metal as your water bottles, that would be what would be better. Now, you may want to know what bioplastics are because they're making up a growing number of containers, disposable dishwasher, dishware, and other items. But where do they go after use? Bioplastics expert 
uh, Tom Wright was someone that was trying to help us sort all this out. So are all plastics made from plants uh, compostable? And that the answer is no. And as a garden, I compost everything, but not at all. The so-called plant bottle, for example, is made from sugarcane. However, it has a chemical composition that is of a number one and a number two plastic that won't decompose, but it is recyclable um, along with petroleum-based one and two plastics. So you can recycle one and two plastics, but they won't decompose. And how can you identify truly compos- something that you can compost in bioplastics, and currently the only bioplastics that break down in a typical commercial composting facility would be, and, and what I mean by that is a composting facility that processes like yard trimmings and food scraps, etc., are those that are certified by the Biodegradable Plastic Institutes. They have to carry their label, and it has to actually say, compostable on it and have that biodegradable plastic institute label and then what about plastics that are labeled biodegradable or compostable but they don't have that logo unfortunately these items belong in the garbage because they probably are not able to decompose under regular composting facility conditions, and they're not recyclable either. In fact, they mess up the recycling of regular plastics, so just keep them out of the recycling bin. So almost one-third of what we throw out is packaging, which includes the boxes, the bottles, the cans, the pouches, and other materials used to wrap and hold products, as well as all those food takeout containers. And the remaining two-thirds are other discards, like yard trimmings, food scraps, appliances, clothing items, and household goods. So what is the answer for you to do? If you have a garden, no matter how small, even if it's a balcony, Consider composting your own. You can keep a compost bucket with a lid on it underneath your sink and put your coffee grinds, food scraps, leaves, lawn clippings, whatever, you know, anything small in it, and then just dump it in your soil and mix it in, and you'll have better soil. If you have a garage, you can put the bucket in the garage, or if you have a big yard, you can actually buy a compost bin through your recycling company or at your hardware store. So that's number one. So compost when you can. Recycle when you can. Use those recycle bins. Stop buying plastics as much as possible. Ask when you're getting things if you can have things without the packaging, especially when you go to farmer's markets, etc. Bring your own bags everywhere you go. Keep them in your car or your motorcycle or your bicycle. And the other thing that you can do is if you have discards like appliances, clothing items, or household goods, call your local Goodwill, St. Vincent de Paul, or other charity and see if you can uh, go ahead and give them, donate them. You'll get a receipt. They will repurpose them for another another family who may be in need, and you'll be helping to save the planet. And that is something that we all want to do. We want to protect our beautiful planet. If you are recycling books, if you have books, many libraries will take them. At Be The Star You Are, 
we can give you a list of charities that are really looking for books and then we can or we can just give you one address some perhaps somebody in your town and then you can uh, send those books to the charity and we will give you a tax receipt to do it Remember that your toilet is not a trash can. Don't flush things down the toilet other than human waste and toilet paper because it causes problems with your household plumbing. The main sewer lines are wastewater treatment facilities and the environment. Keep this in mind. Even whatever you flush down the toilet disappears. The pipe through which it flows to reach the public sewer main is only four inches in diameter. And if that is partially blocked by roots or grease or debris, it can take uh, lots to um, to clean that out, and it doesn't take very much to clog it. Here's a list of commonly flushed items that should not be flushed and should be put in the trash instead. Cat litter. It sinks to the bottom of the pipes, and it promotes sewer clogs. And even the ones that say flushable on the labels, they're not to be flushed. Also, cat feces contains a, uh, a toxoplasma. It's called Toxoplasma gondii. It's a parasite that's harmful to marine mammals, and it's not removed by wastewater treatment. Cigarette butts. Do not put them down the toilet. They are non-biodegradable, and they are full of toxic chemicals. Condoms. They don't break down in water, and they get caught on the roots and debris in pipes. Dental floss, another bio, it's non-biodegradable item, and it can snag on roots and debris, and it clogs your pipes, and it traps other items. Diapers, no, this is a huge one. Even the flushable kind, they clog your pipes. There is no such thing as a flushable diaper or flushable hand wipes. Those baby wipes, those sanitizing wipes, those facial wipes, those are labeled disposable and flushable. They are not. They clog pipes, so you can't read uh, you can't read the labels and believe them. Dryer sheets, they're full of toxic chemicals. This is why you put them in basements and attics to keep rats away. Any feminine hygiene product, they're usually made of cotton, which does not break down, and it clogs the pipe. And those toilet bowl scrubber pads, they're non-biodegradable, and they're full of harsh cleaning chemicals. So I'm really hoping that this has helped you. And one final thing, do not flush any drugs. Bring your unwanted medications to a collection site for safe disposal. And if you need to ensure privacy, take off the prescribed pills, the seals of the plastic bags, you know, before depositing. So take your name off of them. And to prevent spills, don't uh, leave liquids in the original bottles. You want to seal them within a plastic bag. So protect our environment, keep the poisons and the pollutions out, and we can all as a population live a happier, more powerful life. I'm Cynthia Bryan, and when we come back from break, we'll go into the garden, and we're going to talk about how we can increase the extraordinary ordinary in our garden by digging deep. Stay with me. You're listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. The Star You What's going on behind the scenes with your favorite World Talk Radio show or host? For the latest news, visit the iRadio blog at iradioblog.com. 
Are you living your dreams? Want to create a life you love but don't know how to begin? Lifestyle coach and personal growth expert Cynthia Bryan has jump-started the lives and careers of clients for over two decades with her signature star-style consultations with personalized sessions by phone or in person. You'll turn your passions into profits. Visit www.cynthiabryan.com or call 925-377-STAR. That's cynthiabryan.com or call 925-377-7888. Cynthia Bryan is your guide on the side. www.cynthiabryan.com You can be the star you are. Be the star you are. Light up the flame that burns. Make a world of difference in a world of differences when you support Be the Star You Are 501c3, a literacy and positive media charity dedicated to empowering women families, and youth. Visit BeTheStarYouAre.org to make a tax-deductible donation today. Everyone counts. Donate today. BeTheStarYouAre.org Be the lucky star you Looking for unique, one-of-a-kind gifts for the special woman in your life? The Carmony Collection creates handmade handbags, clutches, candles, and canvases from vintage and recycled fabrics, bangles, and beads. Be eco-friendly and fashionable with prices for all pocketbooks. Visit www.carmonycollection.com. That's Carmony with a K and Collection with a K. Or call 925-785-7827. Be the star you are. You are the up the volume, grab a seat, and get ready to be challenged, inspired, and motivated to greatness. It's power party time on Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with your hosts, the mother-daughter dynamic duo, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. I really appreciate you indulging me today as I give you information to protect our planet. I really believe that that knowledge is power and all of us can do our part to continue our life on Earth as we know it in a very positive, wonderful, happy, healthy way. So now we're going to go into the garden and we're going to dig a little bit deeper. I call this Extraordinary Ordinary. And a quote that I love is by Christopher Reeve. A hero is an ordinary individual who finds the strength to persevere and endure in spite of overwhelming obstacles. Back in the late 1990s, uh, I wrote, produced, and I hosted an award-winning TV series called Star Style Live Your Dreams, which featured what I termed extraordinary, ordinary people from all walks of life who were doing what they loved, not for the money, Not for the glory, but for the sole reason that it fed their souls. The show was a hit with the multitudes who really wanted to follow their hearts. And it won several awards, although it never garnered the sponsorship revenue that it deserved. We were told over and over again that there wasn't any sex and violence and the advertisement uh, manna that the advertisers and ad agencies really needed to get ratings. So... Unfortunately, that program of Live Your Dreams sorely lacked those ingredients. But walking through a variety of neighborhood gardens, I reminisced on my passion for the simplicity of that program, Live Your Dreams, as I witnessed so many exotic specimens dotting landscapes. And I thought to myself, 
whatever happened to the plethora of popular plant players that filled the summertime yards of my youth? The petunias, the zinnias, the geraniums, the four o'clocks, the Mexican primrose, the tomatillos. I wondered if they were considered just too ordinary and not sexy enough for the limelight. So I decided to share my insights on those soulful, dreamy creations with you to hopefully reignite that flame of simplicity that powers our planet. Relatively speaking, petunias are pest and disease-free and are great in hanging baskets, containers, and beds. They're inexpensive. They come in a variety of colors and ruffles with the Grandiflora class boasting the big, big blooms and the multi-flower Multiflora showcasing the compact, numerous blossoms. They are annuals, but deadheading them, it, the spent blooms, it keeps the kaleidoscope coming until late fall, depending on where you are uh, as far as the, the zone for your agriculture. Now, zinnias were a childhood favorite because they grew easily by seed with both tall and short samples. We grew bicolor streaked and speckled specimens. And my mom taught us to pinch off the first flower buds so that we'd get bushier plants. And since zinnias don't do well in alkaline soil, I toss my coffee grinds on them and they thrive in addition to adding fertilizer every four to six weeks. They're really the perfect starter seeds to interest kids in gardening. So I would really suggest getting a packet of zinnias and having your kids grow them. If you're already growing zinnias or you know someone who does and you can pinch a, a flower that is, you know, almost dead, put the flower head in a brown bag, let it dry, and when the seeds fall off, you can plant them and you'll get the replicas of the zinnias that you loved in your friend's garden or perhaps yours. Now, geraniums remind me of all the window boxes filled with cascading colors that I experienced in Germany and in Holland. And what I loved most about this garden staple is how easy it is to grow from cuttings. All the varieties of geraniums and pelagoniums that I treasure were clippings I traded with other gardeners. Propagating is really simple. Many are scented and all the flowers uh, continue to bloom from spring to winter. So when you cut them back to ground level at winter, they won't die. They'll just, you know, go dormant for the winter. And then when spring comes again, they will um, sprout up with lots of greenery and then tons of flowers. And always just pinch off the flowers that are spent. With everything I do that, we call it deadheading, and that just keeps all your flowers blooming. Now, hummingbirds are constant companions of my four o'clocks. But unlike their namesake, they're not keeping time in my garden, blooming at 10 in the morning instead of 4 in the afternoon. On our country road when I was growing up on the farm, we could literally tell the time of day by the 4 o'clock. They always opened at exactly 4 p.m. Obviously, that source memory didn't continue in my heirloom seeds. And although they are considered annuals, They reseed every year, producing bigger, better, and more fragrant blooms that kill the black beetles and entice the butterflies. Get yourself some four o'clocks. They come in a multitude of colors. My favorites are the really bright fuchsia-colored pink, and some of them are dotted with some yellow specks. And they're just so fun because they open and close according to sunlight. Now, although many people call them an invasive weed, 
Mexican primroses are welcome invaders in my large well, uh, landscape. They grow wildly with a diaphanous white or pink petals that grow in a type of inhospitable soil. They naturalize and they may take over if left to their own accord. So be forewarned, this may be an extraordinary plant that you don't want, especially in a small garden, as once it takes root, Mexican primrose are almost impossible to eradicate, um, unless you bring in the deer. And, and what's interesting, it is the deer's, well, one of their favorite foods. So even though I have them on my hillside, I rarely get blooms because the deer's, the deer eat them down to their nubs. And currently, I have, I think I've already said this on the show, but I'd love to tell it again. I actually have uh, several deer living on my property. I have three bucks. Two bucks are uh, are called forked horns, and so they have two horns on either side. One has their velvet still on, and then I have a one that has four um, four that on their antlers, four on each side. So I, what is that? I thought I think it's called a four pointer. He's gorgeous. They live under my lemon tree, right at my back door. And they're now starting to get friendly that even when I come outside, they don't seem to move. They just look at me like wondering what I'm doing here. This is their home. And then I have a doe with her two fawns. And as much as I love them, they have really eaten everything in my front garden. So I'm not quite sure what to do about it. Um, Now, what fruit grows inside its own paper sack? And it tastes like a cross between a pineapple, a tomato, and a lime. It's a tomatillo, and it's a distant cousin of the gooseberry and the tomato used especially in Mexican salsas and savory sauces. Tomatillos thrive on neglect and produce hundreds of delicious fruits from late summer to late fall. And you know when it's time to harvest when the peppery husks start to pop. Pick and store them for six weeks or more, and then you remove the husk only when it's ready to eat raw or cooked. They do reseed themselves. And they supply the essential ingredient for a really sassy salsa verde or a tangy salad uh, fresca. So, alas, all of my extraordinary, ordinary garden delights are also favorite foods for, uh, as I said, especially the Mexican primrose, for my dear deer. And, uh, you know, we just, unless I fence, I'm going to just have to live with them in the territory. And as much as I admire the antlered nomads, I deem eating my plants violent acts. So I'm thinking if I could consider the house finches that ha- that just recently hatched and took flight, that they built a nest in my wreath on my back door, if I can content- consider that sexy, perhaps sponsored would, would be interested in the resurrection of Live Your Dreams as a garden program featuring extraordinary, ordinary plants doing what they love. What do you think? Maybe so. Now, before I, we end the show, I just want to give you a couple of uh, power foods that are kind of the last part of my uh, power hour here you know, on the planet that will keep you healthy. Berries. Eat lots of blueberries, strawberries, and raspberries. They have heart-healthy gems inside. Broccoli. It, uh, uh, broccoli loses nutrients when boiled. But if you steam it lightly, it's a great source of antioxidants, fiber, electrolytes, and phytonutrients. Dark greens, leafy picks such as kale, collard greens, and mustard greens are especially nutritious, and they are antioxidants, they're fiber, fiber, electrolytes, and photonutrients. Beans, it's the same thing. The sweet tip next time you're craving brownies, drain, rinse, and puree a 15-ounce can of black beans, 
and use it in place of the eggs. And you're, only your heart's going to notice the swap. Nuts, for the biggest dose of phytonutrients, you want to eat some whole nuts every day. Almonds and walnuts. They're, they're filled with unsaturated fats and all those good things that we need. Oats, almost in any form. Um, they lower your cholesterol. Olive oil, keep it. It's a great source of all that unsaturated fat. And drink some pomegranate juice. That is going to help you. It's really good in some low-fat yogurt as well. So put these simple super selections on your plate for a heart that doesn't miss a beat. And don't forget the fish because we need our omega-3s. Well, thank you so much for being great listeners and allowing Heather and I into your life every week. We hope that you will do your part to protect our planet. For more information, you can check out StarStyleProductions.com. Feel free to email me, Cynthia at CynthiaBryan.com. You can change your life and make your dreams come true and live on this beautiful planet Earth. To make a donation to Be The Star You Are, go to BeTheStarYouAre.org or BTSYA.com. Our aim is always to encourage, inspire, inform, and motivate. And we do want you to read a book and choose one of mine. How about Be the Star You Are or Be the Star You Are for Teens? Until next week when we celebrate once again, remember that love always wins, kindness always prevails, and smiles keep us happy. You are able to do what others say you can't. Be a power person and populate our planet with powerful positive messages. This is Cynthia Bryan for Star Style, thanking you and encouraging you. Be the star you are. Thank you for tuning in every week for the Power Hour on Star Style, Be the Star You Are. Our goal is to inspire, inform, entertain, and motivate you to reach for the stars and shine brightly. For further information, visit www.starstyleradio.com. You're invited to our Power Party next week and every week right here on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel with the dynamic duo, the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan, our health hero, Heather Brittany, and the pioneers on the planet. We'll pour more champagne for the spirit with positive, uplifting, life-changing radio. Until we play again, be the star you are. You.